This is Susan Wilbanks with BlendedInsight.com. I am a holistic and integrative healing arts practitioner, an intuitive, and an energy healer. In this podcast, I share tips, tools, and suggestions that have helped me along my path in hopes of inspiring and helping you along yours. Let's get started with today's podcast topic. Hello, bright soul. I have to start off by saying thank you to those of you who have taken the time to leave me the sweetest reviews on iTunes. I don't get notifications. Every once in a while, I'll just have a little gut instinct to go check. And you all have left me the most uplifting and sweetest reviews. I really appreciate it. Thank you for the bottom of my heart. And thank you to those of you who have left me donations. I really appreciate that. And I am blessing that to be returned to you many, many times, spiritually, materially, and financially. So lots of gratitude just starting off with this podcast. And I am going to move right into the topic for today. And that is knowing something versus embodying it. And this is something that comes up all the time. We have the head knowledge. We've went to school, we've read a book, we've taken classes, we know we know what to do, but we don't do it. Now doing it and embodying it are subtle differences. What I'm talking about is moving it through your body. So there's such a thing called neck down dead. So you have all of the knowledge and you live up in your head, but it doesn't get down to your lower energy centers below your neck. So you aren't living it. So a lot of times we know what to do and we don't do it. So that would be knowing versus doing, like actually doing it. I'm talking about embodying it. So embodying it is when you make it a part of the body or a system. This is when you take the energy and this information that you have and you make it a part of your system and you represent it in material form. It's essentially living the teachings so that you actually transform. You transform your energy body and it transforms your physical body. And I'm not saying there has to be a dramatic appearance, but you will move differently. You will respond differently. You will feel differently. And I know because I've lived this and I've been so grateful to assist clients as a part of their journey. The healing comes through me, not from me. The information comes through me, not from me. But I've had the opportunity to witness people that do the work and they embody the knowledge and the teachings and their life looks so different than it did when we met. And one of the things that I notice a lot, and I have a lot of very educated friends in my inner circle, they're educated, they know what to do, but they struggle with actually making the change. And again, this goes back to embodying, which is where energy healing comes in because energy healing works on the subtle energy centers that really aren't all that subtle before it hits your physical body and other practices that help you feel what you need to feel in order to release it. So feeling to heal, that's what we say. You got to feel it to heal it. You can't logically know something. So let's just say you're trying to get over a trauma or a heartbreak or a loss you know all the stages of grief and you you know what you should be doing, but you aren't actually moving it through your body. And that's the other part of embodying. So as I talk about often is that our culture is one that chooses to numb behaviors and run away from themselves. And what I mean by that is that we are absolutely inundated with distraction. And because the culture is surrounded by that, when we get an uncomfortable thought, or uncomfortable feeling, it's very easy to scroll on the internet or eat or drink alcohol or reach for something that is going to disconnect and 
and numb you out, right? But the problem is, is that when that wears off, it's still there. And so what happens is, is like people spend years upon years of numbing out an emotion that needs to be healed or numbing out an experience or a behavior pattern. And they know what to do. They know what to do. But instead of dealing with it, they keep putting it off. And then that builds. It builds and it gets heavier and denser until the body really starts to talk. And then it's at that point where they want to maybe or maybe not make a change or do something different. But the problem is, is that if you've already tried all of these things and you have the head knowledge and you don't know how to actually move it through your body or you choose not to, then it just isn't effective. And so there has to be both. That is my whole point. There has to be both. You have the knowledge and then you apply the knowledge. You're living the teachings. Well, how do you do that? I have done it through breath work. There are all different kinds of ways to do it. Physical exercise. That's a great way to move energy through your body. Energy healing is amazing. What I always say is if you're going to work with a private practitioner, and yes, my healings on the internet are amazing, but they're not a substitute for working with a private practitioner who is looking at you specifically and directing energy to you based on your current energetic footprint to help clear you and clean you and get you to the next level. And it is 10% the healer and 90% the person. So you can't continue to do all of the things that you were doing before without making a change in yourself and a commitment to your path and expect for a healer to just be able to do it all for you because there would be no accountability there. You know, the point of us coming here is to actually learn and move through things. And we have tools and teachers and assistants to make it a little easier when we reach out, but we still have to do the work. I remember years ago, I was watching Oprah. <laughs> um, this is, I don't watch Oprah anymore, but this was like years ago. She was talking about working with this trainer and losing weight. I think it was Bob Green or something at the time. You guys remember those days for those of you who watched Oprah. In any case, one of the audience members was a little miffed and stood up and said, well, it's easy for you to lose weight. It's easy for you. And this is the way that she was talking. And it's easy for you to get fit because you have a trainer and you have a chef. And then Oprah goes, but I still have to do it. Even though I had these tools and assistance, I still have to do it. And she was emotionally eating. And so a trainer and a cook isn't going to help you if you're just going to eat out of emotion. Do you know what I mean? You've got to embody that change so that you move different. It's not an issue for you anymore because your whole energy system has changed. And that will manifest in the physical body. So years ago, I heard Louise Hay talking about doing rolfing. And I have never done rolfing. I'm not suggesting rolfing because I don't know anything about it. It looks painful. And then here lately, I've been seeing these um, trauma release exercises that you can do to move things out of your hips. You can look that up on the internet. I personally haven't done any of them because friends, I have energy healing and breath work. And those are the two things that have transformed my life. When I first learned breath work, I worked with a private practitioner all by my little self all by myself, friends. I had her come to my house and we did private sessions and I worked with her. I probably did 15 private sessions, maybe a little bit more. My life completely changed, completely changed. And I would recommend her, but she's not doing it anymore. This was a long time ago. She's not doing private sessions anymore. But nowadays, gosh, you can get people on Zoom that'll do it with you online. I mean, you can, and there's a million different ways of doing conscious breath work. I'm sharing my experiences. This has really worked for me. Conscious breath work is not the same as doing yogic breath work. This is where you're, you're breathing in a circular pattern. 
And as you're breathing in this circular pattern, you're not holding at the top or bottom. So the initial breathwork sequence that I learned was through Sandra Ray. She has a technique called liberation breathing. Um, I was able to learn with her directly. And then I used one of her trained breathwork practitioners to start this breathwork journey. And later on, I learned other conscious breathwork patterns. Hers is breathing in and out just one inhale, one exhale. And then I learned one that you do two inhales and one exhale. But whatever you're drawn to, if you're drawn to breath work, I really recommend it. And again, you can find a bunch of stuff on the internet for that. The other thing, like I said, exercising, energy healing, find something, find something that helps you actually move into your body and transform what is stuck there. Because living up in your head doesn't really do anything. Applied knowledge is the way that you transform and not only applying it through the doing, but actually moving it into your body and changing it. I don't want to harp on this because I feel like I'm repeating and I don't want to be elementary about it, but I think it's really super important. I'm seeing this so much over the past month. You know, I've got a lot of friends of mine who are moving through huge transitions and it's painful friends. It's painful when you want to change something that you have been fighting or stuck in or doing for decades and you finally hit your wits in where you're like, I can't do it anymore. I need to change. And then you start trying to push up against that and make that change. The pain in your body needs to be expressed and released. It's got to get out of your body because if you don't listen to it, it turns into things, illnesses. And sometimes it's small and I'm not trying to scare you. You know what I mean? It could just be stress. Like, man, my body is so tight. And it's because you're in your head thinking and you're not breathing deeply. So your body's not getting enough oxygen. Your energy centers are all jammed up. You're holding everything in. Culturally, we have been taught to hold our emotions in, especially men. Oh, my Lord. We have been so cruel to men in our culture about not allowing them to express how they feel. And then with women, we've done it to women, too. If we express how we feel, then we're too emotional or we're a crybaby. I, I mean, I've seen it all. So of course, we want to live in balance. You don't want to walk around just bawling and sobbing to where you can't function in life. I'm not talking about that. I'm saying find a safe outlet where you can then pull down the information that you've learned in your head. You can push it through your body. You can push out the things that you need to let go of and you can transform your energy centers. Meditation is amazing for this. Meditation Twin Hearts, like I talk about, that's the one that I'm typically drawn to. But we also have one that goes over the Lord's Prayer that I really like. And that is also a pranic healing teaching. But I've learned those teachings, loving kindness meditations, whatever it is, it's going to bring the divine energy down, push it through your centers, cleanse you and help you to embody this new energy while cleaning the old energy out. Because that's the other thing. You can't put wine into an old wine bag. As the Bible says, you've got to first clean it out and then put the new stuff in. Otherwise, you're mixing it all in. And for me, I want to clean my vessel and then put the clean new energy and the new way being into my cleaned vessel. And that's one of the reasons why I switched over to pranic healing mostly. And people still, even though I've explained it a million times on my YouTube channel, thank you for this Reiki. And it's like, I just, I'm not even going to go there because I'm not doing Reiki anymore. I am in small doses, but when I'm creating a energy healing that is cleaning, I'm not using Reiki because Reiki essentially puts energy in 
in the hopes that enough energy will go in and push out the old energy. And there's a place for that. But as I've advanced on the spiritual path, I learned that if I clean it first and then put clean energy in, it is a lot more effective. And so knowing it and embodying it is the same thing. We get the information. We want to clean out the old stuff and embody the new stuff and walk different and become different. So I hope this made sense and I apologize for the repetitive talk. But it is important and I hope that you understand what I am trying to share. I really want you to get this. This is a transformational time on the planet. We need to show up differently. These old things that we have been working on for years and years, it's time for that to be done. It's time for us to make the necessary changes to fill into our body, become the people that we know we are and that we were meant to be so that we can continue to be a bright, beneficial presence on this planet as we go through these enormous shifts and we can hold each other up and walk in the light together. That is my hope. So let's go into a healing. You can uncross your arms and legs and focus on your breathing. And I am going to flood you with beautiful healing energy. Okay, and so it is. You can start coming back into your body. Please drink some extra water after that healing. I did cut some pretty big cords there. So please drink some extra water. It always helps to integrate the healing. And you know what? I appreciate you so much. I say it every week. I can't say it enough. I hope you feel that because I really mean it. You guys have been amazing and I'm so grateful to have connected with you along this journey. And I want to wish you an amazing week. Take care. Bye-bye.